Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. I'm your host for today, Gina Leahy, a real estate and finance attorney from Philadelphia. In today's episode, we have debates over Montana's new privacy law, an antitrust challenge to JetBlue's acquisition of Spirit, and Column Tuesday on AI tax preparation. Let's organize our candy haul by type and read today's legal news. But first, a quick note here at the top of the show. We've turned on subscriptions for Minimum Competence at minimumcomp.com, starting at $8 per month. The idea is that we'd like to be able to devote more time to Minimum Competence, and enabling folks that find value in the show to support it monetarily is one way that we can further that goal. For most listeners, nothing will change. You can support us if you like, but daily episodes will remain free, as well as transcripts and resources that you can find on minimumcomp.com. For folks that are looking to access shows from more than two weeks ago, they'll be placed behind a paywall. This way, most listeners can continue to listen without interruption. And folks that have more niche requirements or those of you who have the ability and desire to support the show can do so at your option. That's it for now. Thanks so much. On this day in legal history, October 31st, 1864, Congress admitted Nevada as the 36th state in the Union. This milestone occurred during a crucial period as President Abraham Lincoln sought re-election and support for his proposed 13th Amendment to the Constitution. A noteworthy aspect of this process was the means by which Nevada communicated its intent for statehood. In an extraordinary display of urgency and modernity for the time, the entire text of the proposed state constitution was transmitted to Washington via telegraph. This telegraph message became renowned as the longest and most expensive telegram on record up to that date. Biotechnology and genetic testing companies are advocating for changes to a recently implemented Montana law that imposes stringent requirements to protect consumers' genetic data privacy. Notable companies involved in this lobbying effort include GSK, 23andMe, and Ancestry.com. These companies argue that the Montana law mandates are unworkable and could hinder genetic research. Montana's law, effective since October 1, 2023, is part of a broader trend among states to strengthen privacy protections for genetic data. The law goes beyond regulating access to genetic information by insurers and employers and focuses on safeguarding data shared with genetic testing companies. The Coalition for Genetic Data Protection, supported by 23andMe and Ancestry.com, advocates for a policy framework that outlines consumer transparency and consent requirements. Montana's law, however, applies to both consumer genetic testing and entities that collect use, or analyze genetic data. It does not exempt de-identified data, making it distinct from other state laws. The industry expressed concerns about the broad definition of genetic data, the law's application to hospitals and universities, and the unrealistic consent and disclosure requirements, claiming these concerns could impact clinical trials and research conducted in Montana. 
The U.S. Department of Justice is going to trial to seek the blockage of JetBlue Airways' $3.8 billion acquisition of Spirit Airlines, an ultra-low-cost carrier, in a bid to preserve competition among low-cost airlines. The trial, taking place in federal court in Boston without a jury, is expected to last about three weeks. A merger between JetBlue and Spirit, the sixth and seventh largest U.S. carriers respectively, would be the first major U.S. airline combination since 2016 when Alaska Airlines acquired Virgin America. JetBlue has defended the deal as pro-consumer and has offered to sell Spirit's gates and slots at specific airports in an attempt to address antitrust concerns. However, the Justice Department claims that the merger would reduce competition, leading to higher fares and reduced choice for consumers. The department alleges that the deal would replace Spirit with a higher-cost airline, costing consumers over $2 billion in higher fares annually. JetBlue contends that the merger will increase competition and provide a low-fare challenger to the dominant Big Four airlines. While JetBlue would become the fifth-largest domestic airline, it would still have less than a 10% market share. The case is part of the Biden administration's broader efforts to strengthen antitrust enforcement. This legal initiative comes after a previous case found that JetBlue's Northeast partnership with American Airlines violated antitrust laws, leading JetBlue to terminate the alliance while American Airlines is appealing the decision. In his column this week at Bloomberg Tax, Andrew Leahy discusses the IRS's recently announced pilot initiative for its direct file program, which is set to launch in 13 states for the 2024 tax season. Leahy argues that this program is presented as a mobile-friendly, interview-based online service with the goal of simplifying the tax filing process while reducing associated costs and potentially reducing the reliance on for-profit tax preparation software. Leahy believes that for-profit tax preparation companies need to adapt to remain relevant. They should offer value-added services such as reviewing calculations, automating error checking, providing audit defense services, and assisting with complex tax situations not supported by direct file. Instead of lobbying against the IRS's program, Leahy suggests that these companies should embrace AI and automation, utilizing artificial intelligence and machine learning to enhance the tax filing process. Leahy sees direct file as a step towards democratizing tax filing, aligning with global standards, and modernizing the tax infrastructure. He suggests that the for-profit tax preparation industry needs to evolve to meet the changing needs and expectations of taxpayers and embrace a collaborative approach with the IRS. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all of the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Gina and my co-host Andrew is at Andrew. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and do not represent those of any organization we may be affiliated with. Nothing here should be construed as legal advice because it isn't. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. 
Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcast. If you haven't checked out the website in a while, give it a look. There are complete transcripts and resources for each episode and its corresponding segments, as well as an opportunity to receive new episodes in email newsletter form. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, give your mama Reese's peanut butter cup. She deserves it.